Today I want to talk about starting a conversation with a stranger. So this was inspired by my niece, Rachel, she's amazing, um, who asked me to talk a little bit about this subject. Uh, and with our work at Sun Design, we find ourselves in this position constantly. I also wanted to mention that I have gotten some feedback that the music in these podcasts can get a little loud and distracting. So I'll tone that down a little bit. So from my perspective, the two main things that you're going to be battling when starting a conversation with a stranger are anxiety, you know, yours and theirs, and of course, awkwardness. My best piece of advice here is to always see yourself as the host in every situation. When you're encountering a new person, don't see yourself as their guest, be the host. This means take an active role and take the initiative to guide the conversation, fill in the awkward pauses, make introductions, and generally make the others around you feel comfortable and welcome. Key factors in this are taking the initiative to approach others and being approachable and confident yourself. Being approachable and confident is a challenge of its own, but a couple of pointers are, you know, the first one, face directly toward others, straight on and with uncrossed arms, especially the person that you want to engage with. Seek eye contact and acknowledge when it's been made, you know, with a nod or a smile or a quick hand gesture, like a subtle wave or something. Then walk right up and say hello. So now that, now that shaking hands is less and less acceptable, you have to find new ways to make that initial engagement. You know, one of the, one of the things that shaking hands accomplished was an act of vulnerability and respect at the same time. By putting yourself in a position to touch another human, you're making yourself vulnerable and implying a certain level of immediate respect and trust. I think the best thing to do now when you engage a stranger is to just speak up first. Say something like, you know, it's really nice to meet you. I'm sure you'll understand if we skip the handshake considering the current epidemic. The person on the other end is very likely going to be relieved. No excuses, shorten to the point, then move on. You know, the last thing, um, you know, as a pointer, stay away from awkward fist bumps and elbow bumps too. Reserve these for people you're already familiar with. You know, there are few things more awkward than a botched fist bump. Most people are unassuming, and even with the acknowledgement of eye contact and a formal greeting, they're still going to tend to shy away from starting a conversation, so it's up to you to do it. Remember that everyone is self-conscious at first, and you know this is where a lot of small talk falls apart. Dr. Carol Fleming wrote a book called It's the Way You Say It, and some of what I'm talking about today can be found in that book, as well as a lot of other helpful information, honestly. Today we talk about a three-part method to start a conversation, A-R-E, Anchor, Reveal, Encourage. Anchor. So the idea here is to look for a mutually shared reality, something to create a single thread to tie you and another person together, something you can both see and experience right away. Something about the weather is traditional, totally cliched, but in the case of a client or a customer service situation, that's not going to work. In a professional setting, it needs to be in context to the reason that you're crossing paths in the first place. Wow, I am really looking forward to this project with you, or I see so much potential in what we're doing here. You're looking for an open-ended comment that offers space for the other to agree or disagree with you, and that's the key. Your only goal with the anchor is to let the other person know you want to have a conversation and that you want their participation. The worst thing you can do at this point, this fresh baby of a relationship, is start with something negative or opinionated about anything. You know, don't comment on looks or clothes or cars or anything that relates to personal taste. 
you will absolutely say the wrong thing at least 50% of the time. Never say anything that can cause a person to self-reflect on their appearance. This will kill a conversation before it can even start. Another thing to keep in mind is the timing. Never try to anchor a conversation while the other person is clearly busy or, or maybe occupied in their own conversation with someone else. You first have to break focus. This is an old trick in kind of a, a pickup situation. So you see someone busily engaged in conversation with another you know, potential suitor or what have you. The trick is to lightly bump into them and you know break into their conversation focus you know lock eyes with the subject then throw out an occupier statement like oh my gosh if i knew it was you i would have been more careful where i was going you know something like that immediately gets the other person wondering how they know you and their previous focus is gone now this is a super cheesy example obviously but the process remains the same never be rude but if you are trying to engage with someone that's preoccupied you have to first gently break their focus and then reoccupy their mind so they want to engage with you more than they want to refocus their attention back on that previous thing. Trying to anchor a conversation with light pleasantries before they're even focused on you is really only going to annoy people. But once you have the focus and you've thrown out your anchor, the next thing a good conversation host will do is reveal something about why they started the conversation with you in the first place. It should be about you and should relate to the anchor you threw out. In our case, we're going to stick with the um, I'm looking forward to this project with you example. Maybe you reveal how much you love what you do and that a project like this fulfills so many of the areas of projects that you're passionate about. Stay away from too technical at this point and definitely don't go into a five-minute speech about how you ended up standing in front of this person. Your goal here is only to open up enough to let the other person know that you are you know, open about your intentions in the conversation and a little about what those intentions are. Subtly, people are very smart and they're likely gonna clue into the subtlety. You also wanna make sure that you give them something to respond to. Stay away from definitive statements like, projects are cool and everyone should love them. You know, there's a chance your subject does not love projects and does not think they're very cool. So be careful about the strength of your reveal statement. You want to avoid the other person immediately dismissing your credibility by having too strong a statement. People are way less likely to want to engage with a person they feel is contrary or overly rigid in their beliefs. Also, and again, you must stay positive. There is a time and a place for deep conversation and questioning the creation of humankind. But this is not it. The first two minutes of meeting a stranger is not where that belongs. Okay, so once you've revealed a little about why you want to speak with them and provided fodder for them to respond to, you're going to want to encourage them by handing off the conversation. This is where it can really all kind of fall to pieces, and that's okay too. Encouragement in a conversation comes in the form of questions. The only you know, appropriate handoff question in our current conversation really is, have you ever done a project like this before? That's it. You know, right now there's no more detail. There's really nothing else to ask. This innocuous question allows the subject to respond with whatever has been popping into their mind so far, because honestly, it's not even a question that really needs to be answered, but you're showing them that you're ready to let them talk and that you want to hear what they have to say. This all needs to happen in 30 seconds or less. People are busy and people's minds are busy. And if the subject thinks for even a second, 
in this early stage that you're only interested in talking about yourself, you've lost them. People will disengage with different levels of politeness, but they will disengage nonetheless. Okay, so you've thrown out your anchor, you've revealed why you're in this conversation to begin with, and you've encouraged them to participate. All that's left to do now is stay curious. You're, you're really in a rinse and repeat pattern. Think of it as weaving the threads into a rope. The more threads, the stronger the rope. Sometimes the rope gets strong quickly, and other times it takes quite a bit of work. And sometimes you're going to realize that some conversations are really going nowhere, and you just can't find a rhythm. Um, but that topic is talk for another time. You are going to run across all kinds of situations. This is practice. Um, this is conversation starting, and it doesn't always come naturally. You know, you're going to encounter others as eager as you are to talk, and some that just don't seem to want to. You're going to get single word answers to questions. You're going to get no eye contact, closed off body language, even looks of irritation and annoyance from time to time. There are ways to counter every single one of these situations. And depending on the importance of the conversation and the relationship, you're going to need to know them and you're going to need to practice them. But for now, you just want to be a good host to the conversation. And if it appears as though your subject just isn't interested or engaged in it with you, bow out and do it gracefully. You can end a conversation with, you know, I can see that I've caught you at a bad time. I'm sorry for the distraction. Take care. Or if you plan to re-engage later, something like, I can tell I pulled you away from something important. I'm, I'm sorry about that. It wasn't my intention. Is there a better time for us to talk? Or if questions are no longer appropriate, just say, you know, reach out to me when it's a better time to talk. Never show annoyance or disappointment or anything that could make the subject feel bad or guilty about how this conversation kind of started and ended, this has the unfortunate effect of causing that person to attach negativity to the interaction. And they're gonna be way less likely to engage in the future. You know, they're, they're gonna avoid further interactions with you potentially. This is, this is fascinating subject matter to me and one that I've studied and practiced for years in, in one manner or another. You know, I still consider myself a complete novice and perhaps with another 20 years of practice, I'll figure something out. If you like this topic, I would encourage you to pick up Dr. Carol Fleming's books. Um, the one this talk was based on is called It's the Way You Say It. And another one she wrote is called The Serious Business of Small Talk, Becoming Fluent, Comfortable and Charming. Thank you all again for tuning in and take care.